Hey everyone, this is There Are Four Hosts. I am Jay, at JustAverageJ, on socials. And I am Michael, you can find me at Blue Beetle Games on the Twitters. Hey, this is Sabrina, you can find me at VoidCatGaming on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. Hi, I'm Keith Justice, and you can find me on Twitter at KeithJusticePrime. So if you've been going to Keith Hayward all this time, wait, no, no, I said it wrong. So my Twitter is not Keith Hayward, it's Keith Hayward Prime. So you might have been going to a different Keith Hayward this entire time. So yeah, look me up on Twitter. It's <laughs> like a, a Prime Universe thing or something? That's because someone else took Keith Hayward because they got oh. there first. How oh. dare they have a same name as you? How dare they? <laughs> kind of like how someone tried to uh, do Voidcat on Twitch and it was already taken... Uh, it wasn't taken when Sorry. I checked, and then a week later it was, and I'm still mad about it. Why do you bring it up? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Salt in back, the wound. To, back into the podcast. Um, <laughs> hey, everyone. So, um, episode four of Picard happened, Ooh. and uh, we got a little bit more of the juicy story going on, and the dismay with the Romulans, and uh, how upset they are about everything. And Aren't they actually, always though? Yeah, <laughs> I know. And you know, and and uh Picard, you get a little bit more of an insight of Picard's uh you know, his um where he's coming from and all that stuff. So anyway, we won't get too into that yet, but we have Romulan like sword assassins that are all female. Which is dope. I mean yeah, we need to jump in on that. That's kinda of badass. You uh, know what okay. I mean? Okay. Uh yeah. Uh can I just say <laughs> something about that real quick? I'm really excited about this thing that just happened here, and uh, it, it kind of it kind of mirrors the uh, thing that we like to make fun of in Vulcans a lot with um, Spock's secret older brother, who is uh, like an emotional Vulcan. But I do actually like that they're doing more with the fact that one society, one culture, wouldn't be completely homogenous. Um, so showing us this, the sect of Romulans that's like, I know all of the other Romulans are all about keeping all the secrets, but we're like, fuck that. We're going to be super honest. I actually appreciate <laughs> that. I think that's dope. Absolute candor. Yeah. yeah interesting, they, right? I've been Although, seeing them actively show I I do different that. Romulans in this show aggressively. Cause there was a joke I saw a while ago about like Star Trek five, where the Romulan there was just an Asian woman. And, like, there was nothing on her head, and then, like, her ears were barely changed. Mm -hmm. So then, like, some people started noticing, like, oh, wait, and some have foreheads, and some don't. And wait, what's going on here? And in this show, we are starting to see all different forms of Romulans. It's nice, though, that it's not only a visual change differences between them, but also, like, actual cultural differences. Yeah. Um, I do have to make fun of the gesture that they use, though, because it's literally like, look, we're open books <laughs> so uh that was a little too on the nose for me but uh it was nice of it, it was a nice way to show that like picard yeah. paid attention to the other culture and stuff like that yeah yeah and speaking of picard and that culture um him and the, I, I forget i am horrible i forget the boy's name right now. i wrote it down for that elnor okay oh <laughs> yes um it's really sweet to see him and picard interact when he's yeah. younger um and and considering picard was so anti-kids Mm -hmm. when we first start TNG to see this full transition of him bringing him a book and a gift and, you know, just, just opening up himself to this, to this boy mm -hmm. and which, you know, um, apparently didn't cause that, that group is an all female group. So he didn't really belong to that group. So having Picard like to, you know, look up to as, as a male figure was actually really sweet. So, I mean, you, you see this really sweet, gentle interaction between the two. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Just yeah. wondering what you guys are, how you guys are feeling with that. <laughs> I, I, when it comes to fiction, I'm always a sucker for uh, training sequences. Like that would mm. destroy all of my defenses about like how much I might not like a thing. If I see like the show slow down, stop, and then you see like the montage, and there's music, and then you see the person like suck at something, and then slowly they find their inspiration, they smile, they get better at it, and like Picard being the inspiration behind the kid wanting to be a good man and a swordsman, and then like they have an order of swordsmen, then also I'm a sucker for swordslingers. So <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna say like, yeah, I'm. I'm starting not to like Picard, but man, in that sequence, I was just like, "All right, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Let's <laughs> let's do this." So I was having a good nice. time with the training sequences a lot. Good, 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 good. Um, <clears throat> so basically, um, I, I'm trying to kind of go in order of the uh, of the episode just so you know people can follow along or whatever. But uh, after that, after that sequence, you know, we go back into space and. Uh, Space turns out to be super boring. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was hilarious. Who I mean, Agnes. I've never heard someone say that in Trek, but at the same time, it makes complete sense. <laughs> so, I was actually, oh, I was, yeah. Well, when I was watching it, I kept on all the Agnes scenes. I kept thinking of Sabrina because I was thinking she must love all the uh, the cute Agnes stuff. That's thank going you, on. thank you. Yeah, I do. <laughs> she was adorable. Um, I I did think it was funny because. There, there's this thing in improv called uh, calling the game where uh, like you'll with a, a line or a joke explicitly kind of call out what's going on on the, the stage as being like a little ridiculous in the real world. Uh, and I feel like that's kind of what they did with that Agnes moment because Star Trek, you know, obviously is all about we're traveling in space and we keep running into like weird shit. Why is this going on? <laughs> but in real life space is, you know, the vast empty spaces between particles of stuff even. So uh, they kind of that was kind of like uh, like the Picard going out on like science fiction moment in reverse, where it's just like mm-hmm. Agnes being like, I, I know that in all these shows we've had a lot of stuff happen, but actually there's not much in space, is there? It's pretty boring. What? <laughs> bring bring a on. book is what they're saying. I and I, love I, it. I, oh, I go ahead. Disagree. Sorry, I, I gotta disagree. Uh, space isn't boring though. <laughs> Stop making fun of the stuff I love. So like for me. <laughs> That's like not what when I was saying at all. I know, not yeah, I know, I know. I, I I understand like how people felt it and read it and like why it'd be funny and cool. But for me, like it was just kind of like, hey, you know, are you space making fun of Star Trek awesome. right now? <laughs> space is awesome. In, in like a, a book series I've read, like they took a small moment for like just to explain like this is what's happening right now. You are exploding and bending space time reality itself around your world, and you get to see from one expanse of the galaxy to another you you're 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 splitting the vacuum itself in reality and that's freaking awesome i I could sit all day looking out the window and just thinking that and seeing that you're like you should be like fascinated and and you're uplifted like i love space and space travel so like that moment was kind of like i get i get what you guys are doing You're, you're you're calling the game i get it but like you guys can also take this moment to you know, uplift people with how awesome space and science fiction can be. So, yeah, I got a little help you at that moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, understandable. I actually, I, I think it's hilarious that she says it while there's like a warp bubble around the ship. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Like they're literally like you can't see anything. Yeah, it's it's just warp, and you're, it's just wait. There's a what? <laughs> like yeah, it's boring, but it's beautiful. Look at that blazing like, fire mm, to yeah. space time. But I, I think amazing. that's kind of like what she means. It's like you know, you uh, let's skip back. 
a couple generations when we didn't have planes yet, and uh, a couple generations, a hundred years, whatever, when yeah. we didn't have planes yet, and we only had boats, and it was like, yay, you get to be on a boat for three three months. The ocean's beautiful, but, like, two months in, you're pretty fucking bored of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I can see getting used to it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just anyway. it was hilarious. Yeah. And then, um, it, it's... I don't know. I just... She's adorable. I love her yeah. character so much. So I it's actually... like I look forward to her scenes and what she's going to say because she's so different than mm-hmm. what we're used to in Trek. She's kind of like that bright-eyed ensign. Agreed. But we usually get bright-eyed ensigns for like one episode maybe and then like not really. Whereas like she's like our lasting bright... Okay, we're not counting Mary- uh, Mayweather. He <laughs> basically had no personality. Sorry, Mayweather. <laughs> she almost reminds me of, uh, you guys seen the show Angel, the character Fred? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She almost yeah. reminds me of Fred a little bit. Yeah. It's funny. But... I did um, not, sorry. <laughs> you uh, well, <clears throat> While we're talking about uh, that kind of scene, <laughs> I really, you guys might remember around episode one, I was like, we haven't seen them on the ship yet, so we don't know how they'll interact. I, I quite, I quite like the non, like, Oh, plot is important right now. Just like fucking around character interactions. That reminds mm-hmm. me of Trek. That yeah. felt yeah. nice. I enjoyed yeah. that. Um, and I got to make fun again of our intrepid uh, ship captain. First of all, that <laughs> scene call. where Picard's like, oh, oh, wait, you're the captain. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Uh, that was cute. But uh, yeah. I got to make fun of him again for the fact that we've now seen four different holograms <laughs> of him. Uh, the medical one, the navigational one, the hospitality one. And I, uh, I guess the last one, one was the yep. uh, tactical yeah. Um, how, how did this happen? Okay, so, all four of them look like him, but have different personalities. Okay, maybe they, they, after, like, Voyager came back, they were like, oh, it's actually nice to have holograms with personalities, so we'll start giving them personalities, and maybe that's what happened, and he just decided to make them look like him, but, like, just the idea of them having different personalities and different accents, mind you, but all of them looking like him is just freaking wild. Yeah, like, you yeah. totally you, you jumped my list, Sabrina. Oh, you you skipped sorry. ahead, and how dare you? No, I'm just it's kidding. the same scene, okay? <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, well, the hospitality one shows up there. Yeah, but, yeah. Which uh, actually that that actually ties into what I was gonna what I was gonna bring up. But go ahead. Anyone else want to want to go on about that? Because Sabrina is on a oh, roll. I just oh, I just liked. I mean, I like Captain Rios in general. I thought. I, I mean, I could see like a Captain Rios show. Yeah. You spin off. Yeah. Maybe not with all of him being the the, the crew, but. Um, I like his character. Reels only. He's the yeah. lowest acting yeah. budget ever. Right. I think it's um, hilarious. There, I mean, all those holograms and all the uh, all the different versions of him. And mm-hmm. I mean, how amazing is he to be able to pull that off? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I was saying that, like, all right, well, he once again gets to act different, and therefore it looks like he's having a lot of fun. And then if I wanted to nitpick, which is a nitpick, I'm not going to take this as a serious jab, but it's more <laughs> like, so for your tactical uh, hologram, you want a hungover slow version of yourself? <laughs> uh, do, do, do you really want that for the person, you know, trying to keep you alive? <laughs> and, but funny. then, like, in my mind, I guess I can recalculate that it's a supercomputer and, like, maybe that's how much time it takes to do the calculations and it's just masked by it looking like it's hungover, <laughs> but it's really, really on the ball the entire time, so... <laughs> Yeah. That's what I saw. It that's acts funny. like it's 
drug to make up for the fact that it's it's having to do some really complex <laughs> like that makes time. you feel better spatial math <laughs> yes that's what i'm going to say makes you feel less inferior because it's, right. it's a drunk hologram so you feel less <laughs> inferior yeah of course yeah. makes but total it's sense it's still on the ball it's still on the ball yep. oh and uh rafi does a a, a fun picard impression <laughs> forgot about that rafi uh. the aggressive disapprover um I kind of like it though, because like they start being passive aggressive at each other sometimes, and I'm like, that's that's two officers that have worked together for too long. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so, but speaking of the um, holograms, so the hospitality um, hologram. So Picard gets his whole study. I mean, yeah. like he doesn't just get a room; he gets his whole damn study in the ship. I mean, that's going from well, I guess since he hired him and and. Even though it's not supposed to be a monetary, you know, society, mm-hmm. he hired the captain, and I guess the captain's, you know, kind of since he's hired, he paid him. He's going out of his way for him, but it just felt kind of different because mm. you know you're on a spaceship, but then you have all this this room that's built in wood and all these yeah. things, and it just, I mean, I understand, but then at the same time, I'm like, but that's not really how, you know space travel works you don't mm. have rooms that are holograms or um that are um holodecks unless <laughs> maybe you do now you know what i'm oh, saying future, yeah i was know. gonna say i mean it's been around for 30 years now maybe they do maybe i well they I started mean, yeah they started perfected putting... at the beginning Sorry. of tng well they started putting uh, like emitters on other parts of voyager right so the doctor could mm. get around so when well, then he had mm-hmm. the mobile emitter but still yeah 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 I, it's just it was one of those things where i was like huh let me ponder that and think. Do I like that? <laughs> I don't know if I like that. I, I, I'm still, I'm still up in the air about it. <laughs> yeah. Same. Like, if you're gonna have a room in your starship, I want to see what your room in your starship looks like. I agree. And, yeah. and then, like, I guess yeah. if I'm, I, I'd be going too far in wanting nostalgia to say that he'd recreate his own like Enterprise D ready room. That'd be cool. Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's that'd be going too far. But yeah, it's just kind of like. Uh, I like my starships. I like going in your starship and you have your like your, your little command room or something like that. And it'd be cool mm. to see it be designed. But in this show, they yeah. stick to way too much black metal and orange and you don't get too much design. So mm. I think that they wanted to make the most out of like the sets that they did mm-hmm. make. And they just get to go back to like the one set. And I was actually thinking that like maybe it's because uh, Picard, uh, uh, Patrick Stewart is an older man now. And yeah. I wasn't sure if like the... His uh, chateau is a location or a set? Because at first mm-hmm. I thought it might have been location. Maybe it's like. I think the outside's I... a location, the inside's a set. That's usually how they do that. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I got confused by that. So it's probably a set and just around the corner from the other set. So mm. it's probably not a distance yeah. thing. But it's more of like a. We spent all this time making this. Let's keep using it. Yeah. Uh, I, we're actually sense. in a weird place Same here because the three of you guys are against this. And I'm like, actually, I'm okay with it. Um, so uh, let me be in the place of defending something for once. Um, the fact is, Rios has a ship that he can rent out, so there's probably, like, sometimes he does passengers, sometimes he does other mm. stuff, but he's the only person on the crew. So there's, all the rooms that would be normally taken up by crew are vacated. So uh. there's there's room for uh, Agnes and uh, Picard and stuff to take. Um, I don't know if it would be that big. The ship from the outside looks pretty small. But I do believe we've had holodecks since the beginning of TNG. Like, that was the thing. The beginning of TNG. Everybody's like, holy shit, this new technology is awesome. That's now mm. been 30 years. Um, that gives us enough time to make it so that it's pretty easy to get on ships. So I, I, I'm fine mm. with 
holodeck uh, captain's room. Okay. I don't wonder about it. Good to know. All, all I know, all I know, is if if that technology ever came, you know, real, we'd be fucked as a society because, like, we would never, we would never leave the holodeck. So no. true. Like, so true. Like yeah, Barkley. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'd be like, see ya. Ha- yeah. Sort of pull this uh, awesome sci-fi series in, but uh, there's a couple of episodes of Stargate where they run into like ancient civilizations where this is exactly what happened. Everybody <laughs> is in uh, like a VR pod. And they've yeah. been there for centuries, and they don't even know it anymore. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, that's <laughs> that's the thing. You'd open, you would open my holodeck, and I'd be like, make it so. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's, I apologize. That's true. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. What are you apologizing for? <laughs> I, my terrible Patrick Stewart impression. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay. Anyway, yes. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, but, yeah, it was, yeah, it's very interesting, the, the way the ship's uh, laid out and stuff. Um so they go back to the planet, and uh, basically it's it's the opposite of what it was when Picard beams down. It's mm-hmm. uh, you know very like just un- unhappy and unwelcome, and no one says hi to him, and you know it, it's just um, it's he's the, the man who abandoned them. exactly, and you just you feel that you know what I mean? Like it's it's really kind of a trip to to feel that flip, and then um. You know, building up to that, you kind of wonder if if the um, the group that he was so close to was going to be the same, but they weren't. It was really sweet, um, but it was just very different and just a. Uh, you know, this Picard left them, left them hanging. Didn't didn't come back. Didn't keep up. You know, keep his promise. And I love at the end how he um he takes the Romulan's only sign and like stamps steps on it and basically yeah. walks right in like f you like no like. Like I tried, you know, but at the same time, it was, it just, it's one of those like uncomfortable scenes, you know, like mm-hmm. as a viewer yeah. watching that kind of scene happen where it's just, it's very uncomfortable and you, you feel for both sides, you know, you see both sides yeah. and you feel for both sides and then you're just like, man, you know, like what's going to happen and um, you hope that they all kind of come together and like, oh, well, we understand, but that's not really what happened. A guy gets his head chopped that's off. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's, it's that whole, like, the whole internal, like, struggle of, oh, man, like, I, I understand them, but I but I understand him, and, uh, like, it's just uncomfortable and just hurts. But um, yeah. it just, that, it's it just, it was interesting to see him so warm, and then at the end mm. of it, just yeah. stepping on the sign and being like, nope, I'm walking in here, and you guys I'm, are going to have to deal. I'm curious why... Like what you guys think his reasoning was for that? Because I think yeah, we're I all going to have different too. ideas. Um, Jay, uh, what do you think? You know, I think that part of it—it's interesting because I think part of it was no, like I'm I'm Picard, I'm the Admiral. This was me. You know, I'm not letting this happen. Like taking ownership of the situation because he was the one that was there. You know, uh, ambassador and admiral, and he basically was trying to help them. And then circumstances happen where he couldn't anymore. But at the same time, I think that he basically was like, no, like, I tried. Like, this is my thing, mm. and, and I'm allowed to be here. You know, I, So I'm, it was just a personal I, thing? I think so, but also I think that it was a little more than that in the sense that, like, that's not okay. Like, I am, you know, here he is, you know, um, on camera in the previous episodes, you know, um, talking about how it's not the Federation the anymore. This What's that? <laughs> And at the beginning of this episode. Yes, yes, yes. Where, you know, he's like, no, they're not. It's not Romulan lives. It's lives. You know, like he's trying to say, hey, mm-hmm. look, like 
you can't like that's not okay it's not just you it's not just me it's it's not a race thing or a you know um it's it's a we're a species all, thing. Yeah, yeah yeah we're all we're all you know i mean we're all lives so exactly so i i think that it was um it was personal <laughs> but it was also a little bit of that like hey I don't stand for that. Like I, I'm. I told them that we're all equal, and I would like for you to think the same. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because that's how I feel about it. That it was a an illustration of like prejudice, regardless of whether it's because your group is, uh, like because you were stomped on by the other group or because you're stomping on the other group is not helpful. Um, it was an interesting illustration of like. Star Trek values, so I'm <laughs> I, I'm fonder of this episode than I was of the other three. Um, I, Keith, and that's funny. This was my least favorite of of all of them. That's kind mm. of funny. This is my I'm having lots of mixed feelings now. Like where I was easily more on one side or the other. This mm-hmm. one's kind of like, uh, okay, what what is really happening here? How do I feel? So like this scene was a little. Like once again, like too on the nose when it comes to what mm-hmm. looked like liberal guilt, uh, and going mm. among like you know these people who are like really poor and like the things he's seeing are, are like a little too on the nose. Then when he like threw away that sign, I was just like, okay, okay. If this was like directly like our human past where you had like divisions between races and you threw down a sign, hell yeah, man. But look, John, look, man, you, you just rolled up and like you, you've been drinking wine and, and having threesomes all this time. And like these people are literally poor and you don't know why they have the divisions here. Like we haven't yeah. given enough like world building to understand why it's happening or why they feel the way they do. Yeah. And then like he, he like rolls up like a snarky badass with these, yeah. and they're already poor. Mm-hmm. And like I, I kind of see what you're doing because John Luke is good and but you're also not a badass anymore what do you think is going to happen when you do this like mm-hmm. these people yeah. can like break you in half and, yeah. and like they've been through enough so what are you trying to do here and then there's the speeches and it's just like it's it's a bit of a mess it's a mess uh <laughs> like I, I get what you're trying to do but it's a messy setup and then you kill the guy afterwards. yeah it was very Aggressive. I'm like, wait, what am I supposed to be feeling in this scene? Well, I he did know. He did give him a choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I, also glad that Picard was like, uh, you should not have killed him. Yes. 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 I'm so glad he said that. Is, even though that was bad. badass, you should not have killed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> dude! Yeah. D- dope sword play, but uh, what up, dude? Come on. Yeah. 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 I'm he glad was the a show senator. <laughs> Um, I, I did find it very weird that the senator was like, you have no knowledge of Romulan self-sufficiency and ingenuity. And I was like, well, why didn't you t- use any of that in- self-sufficiency or ingenuity to get out of the situation then? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and then after that, he was like, and it's your fault that we got split up. But I'm like, mm. <laughs> well, that was one thing I was thinking of. Like, yeah, he, he, he didn't finish you know, what he promised, but he did save however yeah. many thousands or millions of you know Romulan lives. And if you're mm-hmm. that self-sufficient in... in Ingenuous, that's not the right word, but whatever. Um, why didn't you take hold of this community that you guys built right here and make it better? Yeah. I think what we're seeing is a uh, thing I've been trying to uh, untangle in my mind about what's going on with culture and, and fiction. And the problem like we're running into is that um, right now we're having science fiction that is not doing slice of life at all anymore. Where mm-hmm. once upon a time we had 26 episodes to roll through like a focused uh, the writers back then had to clean up that one story and like make sure everything worked in there. 
versus a tw- 10 to 12 story arc where they're just trying to do the like arc of just these characters and not the entire world yeah um i definitely feel like the the world has been simplified into some more like this good this bad yeah. <clears throat> in some ways um it definitely feels like the the like stuff going on with the romulan was structured around the storyline like picard's personal arc so oh, that feels it, a little it's weird it's like og but... star trek in science fiction the hid messages underneath the world building mm-hmm. where this is not hiding the message at all and they're not doing world building that makes sense or rather the world building is built around there you go making the message clear mm-hmm. um, yeah there you go yeah. bending the world itself to fit the message no but matter what it does frankly to i'm getting or... kind of used to that yeah <laughs> yeah so that's like, part yeah, of my like it... this is no longer the star trek i was like yep. used to but whatever picard so, in an alternate universe that's slightly jack, black jack and hookers you know yeah. on this scale, <laughs> <laughs> on, on this scale i have to i'm trying to change my mind on this scale to how do i judge this kind of fiction mm-hmm. yeah. versus like how i prefer it which keeps on like trying to get in the room going what no wait it's old trick ah! yeah <laughs> Uh, no, I know it's 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 definitely different, and I think it's you know it's the whole like trying to put an eye on or a you know bring to light. Uh, I don't know. It's it's the whole um, debate of you know Hollywood yeah. using their tools to bring out you know issues that we're having in our country, kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and but are they bringing out the issues because they believe in the issues, or are they bringing out the issues because they think it'll get them points? Exactly. Uh, I got Star Trek. At least I feel like they're bringing up the issues because they want to have a debate about them. Yeah. So yes. I'm not mad about that. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's, Unlike it's, some other yeah. movies. Yeah. They're yeah. trying to be responsible. They're trying to do a good thing with the platform they have. I can tell that, and yeah. I appreciate that. But yeah. they've forgotten how it was once done that used to be able to break down barriers which mm-hmm. is what's needed yeah absolutely yeah i do feel that that uh it's it's so uh unsubtle right now that like that story you told us about how that one episode kind of changed your view um in one episode much less likely to happen here yeah yeah, yeah that, like what the way it happened for me i was ready for it i could tell that's the metaphor they're going to try to do change my mind about like homosexuality and i was like all right give me what you got holy shit you're right and now they do it now they just kind of put it on the screen and say, this is good. And then, like, a person who's not on your side will just further dig in and they won't learn the lessons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it kind of puts a wall up instead of, yeah. And yep. well, and I don't know. Like, I mean, if kind of getting into it, <clears throat> I feel like we're at a place where people don't have, um, like, educated conversations about things anymore. People just say, well, you're wrong mm-hmm. and I'm right. Or, you know, yeah. I'm right. You know, like people aren't open to having those uncomfortable conversations. But that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, they've become bludgeoning yeah. tools rather than discussion. Yeah, and, and I think that's one nice thing is you know, yes, they're they're kind of putting the stuff right in front of us in the show, but at the same time, it's not um, it's not like hey, we're right, you're wrong. It's a hey, these are things that are happening in Star Trek that mm, I guess could be happening in your your world. Let's, you know, let's see how things work out and maybe have a conversation about them. So Star Trek's always been political. And, I mean, always. Not not quite on the nose. Like, not quite as um, obvious. But uh, Star Trek's always had, like, subtle, um, 
I wouldn't say political. I'd say so, so, yeah. social, social, social issues. Yeah, I've social been, issues. Yeah, I've been having, sorry. Yeah, I've been having this conversation for like months and trying to explain to people that when people say they don't want politics in their fiction, they mean don't just spam like exactly what Republican you think. Talking yeah. Points. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the talking points. Just don't spam partisan. Yeah. You instead show an allegory of like that's universal. Yeah. It's not yeah. a political yeah. stance or a talking point. It's a yeah. universal human thing that you can experience. And then usually those do fall into liberal um, talking points or whatever, mm. but you can't yeah. just say it. Yeah, it's it's not yeah, Although, it's not political. I, I it's more of a social society thing. I uh, I, I yeah. do want to pause that. It is sometimes on the nose. Uh let's go back to TOS. Uh Turnabout Intruder, I think is the name of the episode, the one with the Romulan lady that tries to seduce Spock. Um uh, when the first Romulan What? You don't know about this episode, Keith? Come on. I don't do TOS. I don't know TOS. TOS. Okay. Uh well, it's one of the best episodes, so just like watch that one. Okay. Uh at some point Bones gives uh Kirk surgery so that he looks Romulan. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> um, at the very beginning, a Romulan appears on their view screen and you find out that Romulans look like Vulcans because, you know, at this point, all we know about the Romulans is that there's a neutral zone and uh, you don't want to get in a fight with them because they're vicious. So you see a Romulan for the first time and uh, the helmsman stops and looks at it and then looks at, uh, at Spock and then says something real like, aggressive and then Kirk goes there will be no prejudice on my on my bridge mm-hmm. so uh if you if you say anything bad about Spock again you could just leave basically so it, it is very straightforward sometimes yeah okay <laughs> but, yeah. oh god I love Star Trek <laughs> amen okay. uh but uh, oh what's next on the list Captain <clears throat> so excuse me <clears throat> okay so I've got to bring this up because we're we're talking about uncomfortable conversations and the Romulan brother and sister. Uh, yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, that was uncomfortable uh, for many reasons. Yeah, like wait, <laughs> wait a minute, hold like, on, like dude, that's your sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like go, go, get off his bed. What are you doing? Like, your Star Trek is all like, but what? It was cool in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Did it? Why? Why can't ah, I do wasn't? It? Why are you no. caressing his no. head like that? Ah, no. Ah. Right. <laughs> it's like choke me harder. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I hate to draw Sorry. parallels, but I know Keith will get this. It's like, come on, is uh, this okay. Luke and Lant? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, 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 yeah. no, like, what? no. Okay, they My were eyes. not brother and sister when that happened, for the record. Yeah, that yeah, they a... didn't know. Wait, but That's except Leia says, we didn't find the, out until the later. last episode, Leia says, hold on. <laughs> Uh, he's my brother. I know. I think I've always known. I'm like, no. <laughs> bad retcon is bad. Bad retcon is bad. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't that happen because Star Wars fandom was just a way bigger fan of Han Leia than Luke Leia, and then they were like, oh, let's just get them together? It was more because the actors were bigger fans. Like, so, like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. They were banging. Yeah. They were banging. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, naturally, they had better chemistry so that they originally, like, yeah, it was supposed to be Luke and Leia, which mm-hmm. that's what I wanted, but. The actress is like, I like Harrison Ford, and then they are naturally better together. And then, so that, like, in our minds back in the 80s, where you're kind of wondering, oh, wait, 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 why doesn't Luke get the girl? Because that's a cliche that he's the main character. What's going on? Yeah. So, but then you you spam, wait, 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 Keith, no, it's his sister. So you have to worry about it. And you're like, uh, uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 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 (laughs) Yeah, it was, but I feel like the And also, they wanted to. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, sorry. I I can go way too far on Star Wars, but I'll say like they all just they wanted one more. Luke, I'm your father moment. And that's why they also did it. So that's it. Anyway, but yes, uncomfortable Romulan brother and sister. It's it's a thing now. Yeah. Well, okay, let's talk about that scene then. Shall we? Yeah, yeah, dig in. Let's go. Do you mind if I... All right, so... That scene to me was very interesting because two things. One, I feel like it's it's leading into that thing I mentioned the last before where I think that, like, He's originally on the side of the the Tal Shiar or whatever, but he's slowly going to turn to Soji's side. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that was emphasizing that just because his sister's mm-hmm. being so <clears throat> rude to him. Um, but also, I noticed that they said again that uh, Soji's the destroyer. Like, just like, yep, she is. It's the yep, she is. She's definitely the destroyer. And the fact that they've done that that episode in that scene and the one before has made me utterly convinced that she's not. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they're just yeah, like, they, they like stamp it on there. Like, I'm like, all right, that's a red herring. Let's <laughs> chill. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. So that's just reinforcing my, uh, you know, it's her sister's not Dodge dead thing. is still out there somewhere. Um, uh, because, especially because the Romulan sister is being such a jerk to him. Uh, I feel perfectly that it would be in her character to be like, oh, yeah, uh, we actually uh, have her in captivity, but I'm not going to tell you. Ha <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like we saw her melting. Did we, the... what, did we see it? The, did Andrew. we see the blast hit her and obliterate her? No. Did we cut away and then the explosion happened? It cuts and to then him. Got, got beamed out. And then it cuts to the explosion. You see the explosion from his point of view. So if it happened okay. in front of her, or if she beamed out, we wouldn't know. Cool. Well, you're talking no about you're talking about Dodge explosion. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. but there was a scene where it showed her face kind of melting like a little bit when the fire Was went off but yeah we didn't see we saw that yeah but we didn't see the final or did we see the final no we didn't see did the final no no it showed her it showed the the disruptor exploding it showed her kind of looking up and being uh burnt you know like not 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 fully disintegrated but showed her skin like burning and then you see the explosion mm. of the card fall back you know of explosion yeah. so then quick prediction yeah then uh uh Sabrina, you're right. She's the destroyer, and when we see her again, like she'll be half melted, and then like she has more of a reason to be mad. Terminator. I was gonna say now, now yeah, we're bringing Terminator, Terminator into Star Trek. Okay. Yeah. So we've got Star mm-hmm. Wars. We've got no, Firefly. Terminator. We've got Terminator. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Whew. All right. Too yeah, funny. That's how I feel about that scene. Yeah. Um, while, while we're talking about. Um, What's his name? Narek and Dodge. Mm-hmm. Can I just bring up that whole them sliding in the board cube? Oh, Soji. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Or Soji, sorry. Yeah, yeah the like, like I, the I, slide I, in her socks on uh, the, the like wood kind of scene. Yeah, yeah I, I literally have my notes that says sliding in the board cube equal vomit. <laughs> so that's, I'm just going to say, that's what I'm going to say about that scene. Well, it, yeah, um, go ahead. It reminded me of that moment that everybody groaned at in Heroes when like the, the girl and the boy were flying together and he was I don't want you ever hurt again. And they kiss. And it's like, Bleh. oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I was oh. Like, yeah. I was like, what is that scene and doing in there? That made no sense to me. Yeah. Here's here. I will read my exact notes on this scene for you. Okay, mm-hmm. you ready? Mm-hmm. A board ritual. Oh, oh, it's a joke. Okay, no problem. What, sliding in socks. Okay, this is a love scene. So she's so easy to distract. And then she goes, "Are you calling me a ma- liar? I'm mad now." Uh, she just forgot like, vomit. Well, yeah. <clears throat> part of it, it. So earlier in the episode, you know, she, um, she's kind of calling him out, like, you know, hey, uh, well, I forget You're not exactly. Telling me anything about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I feel like she might be a little more hip to him than we 
are giving her credit mm. for. I think she might because I mean she's an android. And look, if um, if Dodge could react with the face mask on and take out those assassins, we don't mm. really know what capabilities Soji has. I mean, she she if she is an android and she's starting to, you know, she's like, oh, I don't know, I just ask people and they give me things or they tell me things or, you know, like people just tend to do what I ask. Um, she might actually be able to, like, maybe unconsciously or subconsciously pick up on mm-hmm. his his um, his vitals, his facial, yeah. you know, like yeah. his tone. I mean, she might be way, way, like, in the know about what's going on with him. Mm. Yeah. Did you notice when uh, they were walking towards the Borg ritual uh, scene and, um, what's his name, Narek said something, like, uh, S- uh, Soji's head turned... Uh, did like a little twitch like Data's did when he would think about something. I don't know if you guys noticed oh, I that. I didn't. I'll have nope. to go back and watch that. Yeah, I, I watched that twice. I love it's it. very it's very deliberate. I it's, love it's pretty it. cool. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's cool. And uh, well speak okay, speaking of Data, thank you for bringing him up. I have a question. So <clears throat> if Dodge and Soji are made from neurons from Data, right? Since Data well, if they if are if they are. Well here's the thing though. Yeah. If um so they don't have data because data exploded, and data's memories mm-hmm. were loaded into B four. So do you think that possibly B four what is the key to how Maddox made the two? B four doesn't function though. Mm hmm. Well, that but that's the it wasn't question. As advanced. At the same level. Well, that's the question yeah. though. Like how how did they? You know what I'm saying? Like how um in in your in your timeline it would be uh, Maddox using. B4's positrons that are infected with Data's memories to create the twins. Well, that's what I'm wondering, because how if they're from Data, and Data was obliterated in Nemesis, how did Maddox get Data's neurons for Dodge and Soji? Unless, unless it's Sabrina's call, and <laughs> it's the other way around, and Dodge and so- oh, Soji yeah. are Data. I forgot. We uh, are your or mother. The fact- or the fact that Data did the painting means that they were created before he did. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I still think that I'm right, but... No, you could, you could very well be. I we'll find out in, you what, are. six more episodes, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still say your idea is too good for them to think Thank about. you, thank you, yeah. thank you. Um, before mm-hmm. we get off the topic yes. of that scene, though, I do feel like it's, it's just leading us towards... Um, he does betray his sister for Soji, but by then Soji is already suspicious of him and that he has to win her back. Yeah. So whatever. Which is such a normal thing, and that's such an easy out. Because, I mean, every yeah, every story it? does that. Every, every... That's so easy. I yeah, really hope, I know, I hope I know. you're wrong. That's, <laughs> that's why I'm frustrated. I feel like it's too easy for me to read the future of it. But, yeah. to be frank, I, I do that with like every movie and every TV show I watch. So, maybe uh, there's something weirdly analytical in my brain that just like picks up all the patterns that writers use. But, I'm still disappointed that they're patterns that all the writers Correct. use. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Correct. Like, uh, it, it is difficult to do something that will surprise everyone, but all right, come on, you guys. This is a little, like, yeah. tropey. I will admit, I'm still happy because I was surprised that they were Data's, like, kids. Or they're related mm-hmm. to Data mm-hmm. somehow. Because I thought that they were going to yep. be a whole different thing. So that they did catch me off guard, and that was cool. Mm, it makes sense to me, though, because Data, uh, he, like, after Picard, I would say Data is the favorite of TNG. Yeah. Yeah. Um, several people have mentioned to me, and I kind of agree with them, that, like, the uh, Picard-Data friendship has be- 
quote unquote become much stronger than it was like yep. in the show he was you know d- he was friends with data and with the rest of his they crew cool. it was like equal it wasn't like data's my favorite and then everybody else yeah but since data's our favorite they were like picard and data were super close yeah. even though i'm like data was besties with Jordy. yeah so definitely. whatever yeah. But whatever. whatever. <laughs> if you asked Picard back then about Data, he'd say, "Yeah, he's cool." Yeah. Not, man. I I love him to death. Yeah. We've been together. Yeah, forever. but he also <laughs> sacrificed his life, which was pretty much yeah. Im- immortality for Picard. Mm. So I mean, Picard has a certain yeah. level of um, loyalty to him too. You know. Yeah, but he has that loyalty for his whole crew. Absolutely. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. And Data did that for everybody. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, You're right. Since we're already talking about what's going on with the board ship, there's really, like, only one other scene that took place on it. So do you want to just finish that subject? Yeah, up? let's do it. <clears throat> oh, you're talking about... Sorry, um, hold on real quick. I oh, didn't have my notes up. I have notes. <laughs> uh, so there was a scene earlier on in the episode that's just uh, them talking about the Romulan lady. Oh, Soji watching, like, uh, a video recording of the Romulan lady. I think before she was turned into a board because she had, like, yeah. both eyebrows yeah. and no Borg attachments. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they reflected it on her face was interesting, but I wonder if that was just a visual trick or if they're trying to actually say something specific about it. Um, yeah, that what that was the note that I made. were trying to say? I, I'm not sure they were trying to say anything aside from the fact that these two are connected somehow, which she straight up says. Um, I feel connected to her for some reason. Yeah. So um, I guess we'll find out that later. Uh, so. well, a, a line that I thought I found funny. Soji says, "I'm trying to challenge my paradigm." Paradigm, and I'm like, "That's a that's a good thing to do. Everyone listening should do that too. Uh, we should also do that. Mm-hmm. Try to challenge your paradigm as much as you can." But that very much felt like a line from the Star Trek writers to the Star Trek audience, <laughs> rather than something a person would yeah. say. <laughs> this is new Star Trek. Guys. Challenge your paradigm, new you guys. Paradigm. <laughs> this is- we're trying to be creative, I, I, and 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 we're making fun of them for that. But you know they are, yeah. And there is something to like, I uh, the things where I try to wrestle with myself over trying to get used to this Star Trek is that, uh, you know, T like uh, TNG changed from TOS, mm-hmm. and that was okay. Mm-hmm. So why can't we have this? But for me, the reason is, uh, oh wait, oh shoot, I, I, I I'm I'm mixed up on this. Like, if you want to do something different like this i stop connecting it so much to the past yeah so if like the star trek galaxy changed like i would be okay with this more in like you know 400 years mm-hmm. or a thousand years like that discovery season three yeah distance yeah. Yeah. yeah do that and then like you'll you'll feel a lot less complaining about why things aren't the way they were supposed to be mm-hmm. and, eh. Yeah, like the know. reason Discovery had so much so so much blowback was because they were like, "We're going to be five years before TOS." Like yeah. that was a bad <laughs> exactly. Move. See, yep. Enterprise got blowback because it was poorly written, not because we were mm. like, "Wait, what the?" F-? No, no, that's not true. We gave Enterprise a lot of shit for changing canon. Yeah, yeah. stop going to the prequel era and then making yourself. <laughs> Wait, JK than we guys, yeah. we totally met the Ferengi way back yeah, when. What? And uh, what you didn't like Read <laughs> Alert? Forget the Read Alert was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. I might have liked Enterprise more if they had actually allowed Reed to be gay. Thanks, Brenna. Yeah. Um, I don't like my spaceships looking like submarines. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but that's that's. That. I mean, TOS was based on submarine warfare, so I see the reference they were making there. Yeah. Um, but fair enough. I mean, ships are your thing. <laughs> I actually one thing I thought was interesting about that scene with uh, her watching the video 
of the uh, Romulan mm -hmm. is, you know, she's referencing the Destroyer, right? So this is something right. that had been spoken of prior that's, you know, in their news, not their, you know, lore or mythology. mythology. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'm curious what the, there, cause obviously there's a story, right? There's a, there's mm -hmm. a news yeah. story. Um, yeah. I'm curious what that story is, you know, like they're like, I want to, I want to know what, what that story is. Um, yeah. And also, I mean, mm -hmm. that's the plot. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's very interesting. And I, I have to admit, like, there are little spots that are very, um, that just really pull me in. And I'm like, ooh, I gotta know, mm -hmm. I gotta know what happens. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like, they're sucking me in. I'm like, oh, I just can't wait to see what happens. Um, but mm -hmm. I thought it was, it was interesting. Yeah, I... And I still have this suspicion that the people on that ship that got assimilated, that made that Borg cube fail, there's something yeah. going on. There's something going oh, on with that crew. There's definitely something. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, I... <laughs> maybe Crazy Romulan Lady is also an android. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> they did specify pretty hard that there is something special about them. They, they said, like, it was the only Romulan ship that ever got assimilated and stuff. So I don't know if it's one. ever assimilated ever, but definitely by that board cube it was the only one. Yeah. yeah. Or the last yeah. one, even. So there was something. Yeah, it's on. just, it's very, it's all very interesting. And I'm, I'm totally sucked in and, and I'm, I'm, I'm all in. You know me. I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> mm, wait a second. What if that crew was tactically sent? Mm -hmm. And that'd Could be, be mm -hmm. why, like, it was like maybe it was somebody's move, maybe a Maddox move. They were sent specifically why... to get rid of the destroyer. Mm. Yeah. Or to disable the cute. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, right. but maybe there's a reason there's like, uh, why they say I'm there's sure a connection that... between. Soji and that crew. Yeah, I'm sure that Romulan dislike for since it extended to the Borg. Because <laughs> the Borg were like, we, we're uh, organic creatures that wish we were since, basically. Yeah. Hmm. There's, because perfection yeah. isn't organic. A lot to think about, isn't there? Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, there is. I'm giving it a chance. It's Michael, I feel like you've been kind of um, quiet. What's, what's going on? Like, how are you feeling with everything? Um, <laughs> no, I was just, in regards to that scene, I thought it was interesting, you know, obviously either Soji or, um, her sister who may still be alive is the destroyer, but, um, it's just like, I'm wondering what they could do to, um, cause apparently the destroyer brings on the day of annihilation is what she was saying, which is like mm. the destruction of all life everywhere. Um, it's like, what could one Android do that would actually cause that? Um, yeah. but actually we got, uh, we got, a. a a line that slipped in something that suggests that it's the destroyer can like activate all of the other synths oh, okay. and AIs and that's why they hate them so much mm, because yeah. like the Borg they just all connect together and then wipe out organic life yeah there was that line she said like when all shackled demons break their chains and answer call of the destroyer so yeah, yeah. exactly uh, okay. I gotta pause there for a sec and uh, be disappointed uh because we were talking last week about how Star Trek is like a prime sci-fi and it doesn't need from to steal from other sci-fi. Now we're disappointed that it mm -hmm. is. That's a, the Mass Effect storyline. Like straight up, that's the Mass Effect storyline. <laughs> um, a bunch of inorganics show up and they're like, "Organics suck, so we're gonna clear you all out. We're gonna put you in our database of species, and then we're gonna let the uh, other nascent species develop." Okay, so the writers, so yeah, the writers, a bunch of AI showing up out of nowhere and destroying all of uh, <laughs> organic life. I'm kind of like, "All right, you guys." 
been on it's that. Been yeah, they, like the Star Trek used to be the show that everyone was trying to be like, and now it's and trying now to be Star like Trek is else, trying yeah. to be like, yeah. yeah, it's trying to be like Firefly. It's trying to be like Mass all Effect. it's telling me, all it's, it's telling just... me is that the writers are gamers, and I, I'm for that. But no, play the right games. I'm I'm with Jay. I'm I'm still a fan. I just want to know what what happens. So just have to be patient. Yeah. It'll pay off. I didn't I say like I wasn't a off. fan. I just said it's <laughs> no. I didn't. I wouldn't say, I didn't say you that. <laughs> no, Sabrina. You listen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, while we're talking about the show stealing from uh, other shows, the the outside view of La Serena really reminds me of prequel Star Wars ship designs, like with the the mm-hmm. white lines on the front and then the red mm-hmm. paint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I yeah. For me, it's definitely more Mass Effect because it's got the harder edges and little details in it. Mm-hmm. Where no, I don't know. We're we're both right. I, I definitely <laughs> wouldn't say prequel Star Wars because prequel Star Wars is more like junk or town. Oh. but okay. Sorry. Prequel. Speaking Star Wars. of ships and prequels, right. how about that old school? That old school Romulan uh, was a bird of prey. The war. Yeah. Bird? The war, yeah. Bird yeah. Of prey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pointed it out that that they 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 got themselves a junker, which is yeah. cool. Yeah, that was but cute. Something that old, I think, shouldn't have been able to tangle with the last Well, who knows though. what kind of upgrades it's had. Right? True, true. Yeah. <laughs> they upgraded they would need upgrades. their weapons and nothing else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was cool. It was they, cool they seeing even, that design. They didn't even have a cloak. Yeah. They kept yeah. the chassis. They didn't even have but, a cloak. Know, what kind of Romulan ship is this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but how cool was that? I, I mean, when that thing flew in, I was like, oh, that's pretty sweet. You know, because we haven't seen that era mm-hmm. of... Romulan ships in years since TOS. Mm. You know, I mean that's it's pretty awesome. I liked it. I thought it was a cool throwback. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. pretty good. I thought it was just okay. Was <laughs> okay, but Keith, what did you think about the little ship that zipped in? Let's not talk about who yes. was on it yet. But okay. the little ship that zipped in. Uh, could barely see it. it and true. then if you're a starfighter throwing down against a capital ship, you shouldn't be able. To, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, tiny little I mean, starfire just ripped off a wing. Like, all right, <laughs> come on. Maybe it was enhanced. I, I, like I said, I, I feel bad picking on the show because I feel like I'm being some kind. Of, I have some kind of bias or something. But yeah, it's just like <laughs> I don't need starfighter fights in the Star Trek. Listen, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. TNG fans talk trash about TNG. DS9 fans talk trash about DS9. All of us talk trash about all of the Star Trek. We all know that there's bits of Star Trek that are trash <laughs> and that are fun to make fun of. It's fine okay. to do it about Picard. It doesn't mean we Not hate it. And even if we do hate it, we're still going to watch it. So, like, who cares? Whatever. Nitpick all you want. Gotcha. Then... On the, on the side of like my, my normal Star Trek, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing with your your, your Starfire? Just flip it around in my my Star Trek. You could be shot in one like one shot from one of those capital ships. But if I'm gonna flip myself around to like you know this is Picard now, all right, you know maybe seven nine got herself a. Mm-hmm. I mean if if anyone's gonna have a Starfire that can rock a capital ship. Seven Nine is going to be the person who could probably get a hold of one mm-hmm. of those and okay. have the knowledge Although, to like, soup up. Uh, really funny, I guess. She just like souped up her weapons and did not do shit for shields. <laughs> <laughs> Crossed her fingers yeah, on getting right. beamed out. Well, she's like, I'm never going to get hit. I'm too good. She's like, Picard, oh, Picard, Picard, Picard. Help, 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 help. Oh, okay. They wait way too long to beam her out too. Because like in Star Star Trek all this time, usually if you have like a small ship, you can be shot in one hit and you're done. Yeah. And they're like yeah. having a conversation on, should we take her? I don't know. Wait, wait. Should but we, we don't know who it is. Like, oh, guys, she's dead. They're in a live battle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just beam her to the brig. There were a couple moments Please. where I was like, wait, Picard, really? Like um, w- when they first call him and he's down there and they're like, hey, there's a Romulan ship coming. And he's like, 
yeah, I'm sure you guys can take care of it. Whatever. Like, what? <laughs> Deal with it. I'm busy. Hold on. Yeah. Um, and also oh, that yeah. bit where he's just like, he's just like, yeah, mm, you you just got angry at uh, your like child friend uh, chopping off that dude's head, but you're not gonna be like, yeah, immediately. Be- <laughs> obviously, being that person on board. What? Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I'm so cold blooded. So this is something that that I that I wrote down that it had very um, when she flew in like that, it had Maki vibes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, kind of yeah. did. Like it felt mm-hmm. very Maki to me. But that makes sense because yeah. she probably cool. learned she she probably learned Helm from from uh, you know uh, yeah, okay. That's what I mean. So like it just it felt like I don't know if that was just a. Uh, it, I yeah, agree. I don't know if that was on purpose or what, but it felt very Maquis to me. And I was like, ooh. It, I mean, Maquis are very gorilla, yeah. and it's just a gorilla tactic to fly and shoot and then like be like, oh, fuck, my ship's exploding, <laughs> beat me aboard. So, uh, yeah. yeah. They do sense. drop enough um, Easter eggs per episode, which only like a, the deepest nerd would get, <laughs> and like, which to me I don't think is pandering. So I do think there might be actually mm-hmm. something to that. Like in the beginning of the episode – uh, they're drinking mom and ale from that little cask thing yeah. that I saw in. I thought I saw it in Undiscovered Country, but the video I saw says it was in Wrath of Khan. But like I saw it, mm. it's on the table. They drew no attention to it. They didn't like wave it in front of the camera. I was just like, oh, so mm-hmm. I think they do know. Yeah, they do know what absolutely. they're doing. Mm. It's just that's easier to do with like form. visual props and stuff than it is to do in writing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But <laughs> no, it just uh, speaking mm-hmm. of which, I did like the Romulan casual wear. Mm. I my brain did not log it. Yeah. Oh, you mean on planet? On the planet. Yeah, I just oh, yeah. um uh as you may have noticed, I will just randomly uh compliment or otherwise the visual departments because they don't get a lot of talking about uh since obviously we want to talk about yeah. plot. But I mean yeah. costume, set design, makeup, sound, I love anything that too, so. forces someone to wear a sword at their hip. So yeah, <laughs> that, was really cool to me. <laughs> that was really cool. I also like his sword cane. <laughs> yeah, sword oh, yeah. canes. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought um, it, it, to me like the 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 cutlasses. It like I think they are that they had felt uh, brutally out of place and way too much. Like they grabbed them out of the prop department. Cutlasses. But then at the same time, <laughs> I do like it when they you know have out of place you know grabbed from the prop department. Like you know Stargate does it all the time mm-hmm. and. It's just like fun gorilla st- uh, sci-fi. It's kind of fun, a fun so. reference to Star Trek TOS too, because TOS mm-hmm. notoriously had such a low budget that they would like. The reason they had so many episodes that were like a oh, western or Nazi or whatever <laughs> is because they were like, "Uh, oh, what show just finished filming? Can we use their set <laughs> yep. and their costumes?" Mm-hmm. So I think and that like, was a good that's call. A, I, that's a core of like what I like in my fiction because it's a kind of like a, almost a mirror of what it was like when I was a kid when we were growing up and playing. Mm-hmm. Like you take all your toys from the the box and you mix them all together to make your fiction happen. And <laughs> I like seeing that kind of creativity. One thing I have to throw out, and this is something that you know, it's it's I. Um, so we're in the future. They're on a planet, right? Mm-hmm. They're like they have a shield around the planet, but then the only weapons that they have are swords. Yeah, that I mean, was funny. like, mm, hmm. wait a minute. <laughs> Who made where that shield? Where the planet shield come from? Well, at the end, they did pull out like the disruptors or whatever. You remember? Mm-hmm. Right before yeah, they okay. got beamed out. I mean, I, I, I it's miss, the swords like, are manly. The planet okay. shield. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not sure. There's 
I, I don't know if it's a shield, like a shield shield, or if it's just... Um, it's like a protection. Defense network. Yeah. network. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like wondering like if the discrepancy is like because of these rangers that they were talking about, there was a time where there was a lot of resources put on the planet and it just got left behind. The Kalan Kai? Hmm? Which soldiers are you talking about? I, 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 I'm, uh... I did not pay close enough attention to it, but I mentioned I remember them saying that like at the start of like creating this planet of refugees, there were some rangers that were there, like oh. and maybe they had lots of like military assets placed there at first, but as things disintegrated on planet, they just left all the hardware in orbit and that's why there's a discrepancy between oh. swords and planet shields. I uh, didn't hmm. Okay. That's it's because the Federation <laughs> abandoned us, don't you? Yes, know? we're gonna have, we're gonna <laughs> carry swords now. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> okay, so speaking of, uh, now that we know who was on that ship, so Seven of Nine showed up, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I love where she was like, Picard, you owe me a ship. <laughs> like, she yeah. just came in like yeah. super badass, like very, again. It, <laughs> I came in, my ship's you know, gone now, so you need to give again, me a new one. Very, it feels very Maquis. Like, she feels very Maquis to me. So it's like, mm-hmm. huh, this is interesting, you know, but she just, yeah, yeah, I, I know, one. right? Um, but if we finally get the reveal of Seven, and she's finally on the ship with Picard, and it's the first time that those two have met that we know of, um, yeah, and they're both ex Borg. I mean, it's that's that's yeah. the that's oh. that's something I've been looking forward to this whole time. So, you know, I was hoping that. Well, you don't have it quite yet, do what? you? <laughs> no, you don't not have it quite, quite yet, yet, do you? That was just exactly. the hook for next episode. Exactly, but that's just mm-hmm. it. Like I. You know, I was hoping that we would see her this episode, and we did. So, you know, we don't know there's nothing else yet. But you know what it does do is it it explains how, because you know in the previews you see her and him talking at his chateau, and now you know why because it's the holodeck in the ship. Yeah. Because at first I was like, wait, does he go back to Earth? Now, right. That's what I was thinking. Now we know why. Yeah. I thought she was going to be looking for him on Earth first, and that's why we saw her there. Yeah. And then. She'd race into space to catch up to him. But, yeah, it's on the ship. Mm, oh, no. That actually makes me think of something bad. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I'm oh, suddenly light. concerned that the reason that they have a holodeck of his chateau on the ship is specifically so that they could trick us by showing us that in the preview. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's the case, I'm yeah. disappointed. Yeah, I hope that's not the only reason. Uh, I've seen it a lot lately Uh-oh. with movies where there'll be a line that's in the trailer, and when you see it in the movie, you're like... All right, you put that line in the movie just so that you could have it for the trailer. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like Ray going to the dark that, side? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen very often in the uh, TV show world, but it, I, I hope that's not why that happened. On, on, a flat, on a flat dork level, I love that I'm seeing Picard and Seven Nine look at each other and and share words at each other. I'm oh, yeah. very happy for that. Yeah. And I hope we do get the legit conversation of like, yeah, man, I was a Borg too once. Like, oh man, that was crazy. And it's one of the, <laughs> yeah, I hope we get that real conversation happening. Oh. And it's, it'll be cool to see them. Well, interact. those two were such epic characters and just the, yeah. the, just the combination of those two together in a series I've been so excited for. So I, I'm so excited. I can't mm-hmm. even like explain how much I can't wait yeah, to see yeah. what's going to happen between those two. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just interested to see how Seven's like personality and stuff has changed over the over the years. Because before she was very, she was human, but she was very rigid. Borg-like still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly rigid. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see if she's like fully 
like a you know quote unquote relaxed. normal human yeah relaxed or she still kind of has that rigidness i hope she mm-hmm. has a little bit of it yeah. still uh i hope she's yeah same i, um, sh- I hope i hope yeah. she drops a naomi wildman reference that's what i hope oh that'd be oh, cool that'd be cute <laughs> i don't get it I'm a bad Star Trek She's, fan. She, she was like family with Naomi Wildman. Because Naomi Keith. Wildman's mother died aboard the ship when she gave birth to Naomi. And Naomi ended up being raised more or less by uh, Seven of Nine and Neil. Yeah. Obviously, Seven of Nine would be the favorite parent yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Naomi, <laughs> Naomi <laughs> Wildman was uh, yes. like the adopted kind of kid. It was, she was adorable. And she had a very, very gentle, very sweet like disposition towards Seven of Nine. It was, you know, it, like she mm-hmm. kind of saw through the the hard exterior. It was really sweet. They had such a Keith. Yeah. Remember so, when we watched the Seven of Nine episodes? Um, there was the one with the little girl that calls her family at the end. That's mm-hmm. Naomi. Yeah. Okay. So then I hope then uh, in a couple episodes we see them on the ship and they're getting outgunned and outmatched. They're like, I think this is the end. And all of a sudden, hey, could you use some assistance? And like a ship drops out of warp. It's a Starfleet ship and she's a captain. Oh, uh, that'd, that'd be adorable. <laughs> and I mean, they could use the same actress. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah, what's so please. cool about this show being 20 years in the future is it's real time. It's yeah, yeah. real time. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to do a small complaint, uh-huh. small, um, it'd be that, uh, man, your galaxy is small. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, always laugh when it's like, 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 oh, you get saved by somebody who you already know out of like all of the places. Yeah. <laughs> we loved Data before he was – we, we loved him because he – we didn't know who he was. We, like when he hit the screen for the first time, it's like, oh, man, it's Data. We like him. It's just like who's this weird thing that we eventually get to know over time and he grows on us and he becomes a cool thing versus put on screen. This person is cool because you know and reference. And mm-hmm. that's once again the difference between short form serialized and then having like 10 seasons of 26 episodes. Mm-hmm. To yeah. But over. at the same time, we don't know what Seven already knows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she, she might sure, have sure. been following Picard for years. You know what I mean? Knowing that Data... Like, she mm-hmm. might know a little bit about this and know that him and Data were close and that he would be the one to do. Like, we don't really mm-hmm. know what's going on. If she does, we can expect to get an info dump from her exactly. next episode. <laughs> Look, I'm very much looking forward to it. <laughs> to info dumps. Lots of 79 yeah. all the screen. Oh <laughs> well, that's it for my list. So, um, you all, let's... Let's just let's just wrap. Let's 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 talk. What what did I miss? What what isn't on the list? Um, what are your thoughts? What are your hopes? What are your failures? <laughs> Hold on, let's do that one thing at a time. <laughs> right. Are we talking personal failures, Jay, or just? Oh man, I could go oh, on for hours with that. Because uh, I still got stuff on my list. <laughs> okay, let's go. Um, Please. Before I even hit any of those things, uh, first I have a couple of quotes that I thought were funny, so I'm just gonna share with them with you. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> Ravi says. Man, you can't even take a guilt trip without using a starship. <laughs> 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 about the card. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. But, um... Mm... They do some good roasting back and forth. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. But I can see, actually, I was thinking on that, um, I was I took a note saying that people are going to get really mad um, about, like, th- that when they all sat down together to talk, mm-hmm. they're all doing a kind of a snark off. Yeah. In... Instead of like you know the adult conversations we used to like mm-hmm. in Star Trek, and a lot of fans are going to hit the YouTube going, "Oh my God, they don't get along," and that annoys a lot of people. And 
annoys me too mostly, I'll say. Um, but I get why they... Yeah, but here's the thing. Also, television nowadays, a lot of the stuff they're looking for in writers is specifically the ability to write one-liners, uh, especially with the rise of mm. uh, Marvel movies and Marvel TV shows where it's just like uh, like comic books, you know, you beat a villain and then you give him a one-liner. So uh, a lot of writing nowadays focuses on that kind of quippiness. quippiness. Yes, so unfortunately that is going to affect mm-hmm. our uh, Star Trek. No. Um, Different Star Trek. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it either, but you know, whatever. Uh, at least they finally got a scene that was just purely like the crew being who they were and seeing how they interacted. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Another quote I found I found funny was uh, a <laughs> tell them it's me trying to get permission to go. No, like yeah, they were not <laughs> impressed, and he was just offended. <laughs> How dare they? Wait a minute. <laughs> what? Uh, or on Vashti when she goes down and he's like, she's like, you've aged. And he's like, you haven't. And she's like, I remind you, this is a house of truth. <laughs> adorable, Great. but also yeah, one line. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want me to go through uh, my notes and then we'll go through your guys' notes? Or uh, I, I think you're, you're, you're doing pretty good right here, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is a total side note, but I noticed in the scene with Dodge and... Not Dodge, fucking Soji. Soji. I can't keep them straight. Uh, the scene with Soji and uh, Romulan guy, whose name I will learn <laughs> eventually. Uh, he was wearing a wedding ring <laughs> and... Uh, my brain was like, okay, th- three things. One, it's an actual wedding ring for the character. Probably unlikely. Two, Romulans don't give a shit about ring uh, figures. Yeah. Uh, and it's not a Romulan cultural thing, so it doesn't, mean, it doesn't mean it occur to him. But three, I wonder <laughs> if it's actually Harry Treadway's ring. Because some actors take off their wedding rings when they're in character and some don't. Oh, um, I didn't realize that was a thing. Oh. I thought you, it was just kind of assumed that you had to. Um... Yeah. yeah, I I definitely do, like, depending on the character, if the character's married, it's fine to have a wedding ring. If the character's not, you mm-hmm. shouldn't. Uh, but some actors don't, mm. like, if it's not specified whether their character is married or not, they prefer to keep it on mm. because, you know, it's a, yeah. a devotional, like, yeah. symbol. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting. I feel like if I were Harry Treadway and I was playing a Vulcan and I had a wedding ring, I'd be like... Uh, Romulan, I'd be like, Romulans don't care about wedding rings, so it's fine to keep it on, and then ask your costumer or your uh, director if it's fine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. just, Good this is the one thing I noticed. Oh Thank you. Uh, yeah, I would not even, my brain never registered any kind of jewelry on anybody's fingers the entire time I've ever seen every TV show I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, I'm always keeping, eyeing out, keeping out an eye for costume and for, for makeup and design because it'll tell you a lot about characters that they won't necessarily say out loud. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to be looking now. <laughs> um, and uh, we haven't talked about the Kalen Kai yet. The Kalen Kai? Uh, that's the, the group of uh, like sword-wielding mm. ladies that uh, oh. Elnor yeah. grew up in. So, mm. uh, here's my note. The Kalen Kai, the reason he can join Picard's cause is because it follows... Uh, in the requirements. What are the requirements? Agnes asks. It has to yeah. be a lost cause. Um, <laughs> I li- quick I like pause. That, yeah. If it's a lost cause, most of the time, the person who is doing it will die. So, just curious oh, yeah. how the system and this group continues. <laughs> they only engage themselves in lost causes. Like, should your order have died out by well, now? If it was a lost cause, maybe it was a lost <laughs> cause before they 
became a part of it and maybe they made it not a lost cause, right? But there then it's go. not well, a lost well cause. Well said, Jay. Not anymore, but it was. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. We will turn this cause around <laughs> exactly. for you, losers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I thought that was fun. Um, I mean, yes, that I... was another one of those. Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. That was another Bro, one of those one-liners. You know, like, uh, you know, it was a, well, we, we yeah. do it when they're, it's a lost cause. I mean, that's. That's kind of like an easy one-liner yep. thing, but uh, it's um, <laughs> you suck with that is it, yeah. It, it's and it, consider. Well, I mean, he wasn't really one of them anyway because he was a male, mm-hmm. but he still followed in their yeah. rules mm-hmm. and their footsteps, right? Do you think anybody's right. going to mention how oh. weird it is that Uh-oh. his accent is Australian, or you think they'll Sorry. they'll drop it now? One second. Technical difficulties. Hmm. Um. Let's see. Can we still keep talking? Should we? Mm, no. <laughs> yes, maybe. Uh, I hope whoever edits remembers that. Okay, sorry, I'm back. I have a small, I have a small critique against the Lady Orders of Sword yep. Singers. Mm-hmm. When it comes to that, um, I'm an action movie martial arts snob. Uh, if you're gonna be that, I, I need to get that. I, I, there's usually a feeling you get off of people who are actual martial arts or done training, where you go, "Hmm, mm. you are a warrior." <laughs> and and the ones I saw on screen were not warriors. I did not feel the warrior. Yeah, they're they're, act, they're actresses and and like they're pleasant. They seem nice, but I yeah, I can't they seem very pleasant imagine. and nice for a group of swords wielding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like like, like hire stunt women and and then and then may put them in costumes. But then again, maybe maybe they are. I don't know. But Especially since the they're all extras except them. for the one lady. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So like, I love getting the feeling off of fighters that they are fighters <laughs> versus being told they are and you can get away with that with any other profession with me like you can be not a pilot you can be not a scientist but if you're gonna say you're a fighter like there are stunt people out there and yep. like put them on the screen <laughs> there you go yeah, so, yeah I agree with you there. so and then like this got new guy i do get a fighter vibe off him and i really and but i just don't uh i haven't nailed down what i think his personality is yet yeah like the most i know of him is he killed like what seemed kind of like this guy had some grievances that had building up over a decade, mm-hmm. so he had a reason to be pretty mad. Yeah. That, that did seem like an unnecessary Kill him in cold blood. Yeah. yeah. Kill him in cold blood, and, and now you get to be part of Picard's crew? Okay, okay, I'll let it go. <laughs> that was so Picard <laughs> would have a moment to be like, killing is yeah. bad, even if it's people attacking <laughs> yeah. him. But again, mm-hmm. he did give him a choice. <laughs> but I thought they kind of, mm-hmm. I thought they kind I mean, of already made that, that is a point wild... in the other episode with his blaster being on stun and everybody else's blaster being on kill. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, but yeah, and also in that, they, they were also in a samurai slash wild west world. And <laughs> that does happen. Yeah. Like if you, if you talk to a swordsman, they say, look, I will kill you. If you do this, don't do it. And if you do it, then yeah. you get killed. So in that, on that planet, in that world, yes, it did make sense, but I just didn't like it. Oh, you mean, so it's I mean, like Star that Trek firefly too. scene where they start a fight in the bar because they're brown coats. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to bring. <laughs> oh, one thing I wanted to bring up uh, between him and, and Picard is, you know, he was very um, irritated and was like, "No, no, I don't want to be near you." But then, like, ten minutes later, he was like, "Here, I'm going to sh- slice this guy's head off and save you." And now I am giving you my sword. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a very, uh, dr- dr- very drastic change of heart, mm-hmm. very quick. Yeah, you know, it was. That... <laughs> Maybe he had some time to think. <laughs> he like walked through like his raggedy town and like you know there's like garbage everywhere. He's like, or I could be with Picard in space. <laughs> and maybe see, and maybe see yeah, cats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Spot. Yeah. yeah, 
Maybe it's a cat. Mm-hmm. I, I love that the one thing he says about Data, he's like, yeah, you told me about Data. He had an orange cat. It was named Spot. <laughs> That's the important thing. Um, Jay, in regards to that uh, very quick change of heart he mm-hmm. had, um, actually, before we saw his reaction to Picard, um, obviously, I figured out pretty quickly, and I'm sure you guys did too, that the kid he was teaching to sword fight would grow up to be sword fighting yeah. Romulan. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I didn't catch that right away. And like, what? Keith, come on! Like, I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> well, like, I was like, who's this kid? And then it did. Then they started uh, training. I'm like, yeah, oh, was, okay, yeah. let's do this. Um, but I actually made a note immediately that uh, I wondered if he would be really bitter or if he would be really happy to see Picard again because mm-hmm. he was like what, like eight or nine yeah. when it happened. So um, feelings about childhood, especially, are really uh, ambiguous. And ambivalent, not in the, like, I don't really care, but in the, like, I have very strong feelings in both directions mm-hmm. kind of way. So, like, uh, his initial reaction would be, like, I haven't seen this man again in 20 years. He feels absolutely abandoned. So he's like, hey, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. Um, Picard is clearly, like, unhappy about having abandoned them all and stuff. So uh, it makes sense to me that he would have a change of heart as opposed to the people who were adults oh, when it happened. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get that. It's uh mm-hmm. yeah, and I mean it's his part of the plot too. Like, oh, what what do you mean he? Yeah, he's, well, you know, what do you mean he's yeah, not gonna go true. with you? Oh, but he has to. He's in all the previews. You know what I mean? Like, it's like right. we all knew that he was gonna yeah, they kinda... that he was gonna join, but you know, it was, it was part of the plot. I get it. <laughs> yeah, it kind of feels like the same the same thing with him and Rafi, where they're like they give him an excuse to to hate Picard, so it could be like, and now Picard has to yeah. win him back. Yeah, it, weird that yep. they're doing it with two different Arcs. characters, but. Well, he has to, yeah, he has to kind of do that with the whole... I'm disappointed in two different character arcs that are focused on the relationship with Picard. Like, they can have their own arcs. That's his relationship with everyone, though. Even the the Admiral. Excuse me. Yeah, but that was not the case in TNT. Well, exactly. Uh, One of the the reasons I was uh, upset with Discovery was because they they came out and they said, this is not going to be a show about a captain, this is going to be a show about a first officer. And I was like, pause, 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 pause. None of the shows were about the captain. They were all about the crew. Yeah, TOS, granted, Thank only you. did the three main, not the, like, nine main, like yeah. the rest of the shows. But um, this this one kind of feels that way, God too. Like, you. it's it's not the ensemble. It's Picard and the gang. Um, yeah. So I was hoping that they would have their own uh, arcs more, but it looks like their arcs are going to be more defined by their relationship with Picard. Yeah. Um, at least for those two characters, we'll see what happens. And once again, it's like the last notes I have, and the problem we have with that is that it's the damn difference of like different fiction. Like, like uh, I I would love the I think I would love the show if I, maybe I could get used to the show if it had twenty six episodes this season. And, like, all these characters that you don't like and stuff, they get, like, personal episodes. And mm-hmm. then, like, you see the writers figure out how to make them cooler, change their costumes up. And they, like, see them grow over time so that, like, where in Star- Stargate Atlantis, there's this guy named Rodney who's a freaking asshole. But, man, he keeps on getting these moments that do keep adding up. And he over time, you get to be won over. And it's kind of like life. You get to enjoy like new people. I am Ronnie. Ronnie is me. Then... <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop. Ronnie's such a jerk. He's the people. Everyone but, finds yeah. me annoying and aggressive at the beginning, and then slowly I win them over. Come on. <laughs> and am I? I'm actually. I'm. And totally then they ask you to be on a podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so eventually, my feelings about yeah. you will change, Sabrina. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> You'll grow to like me. Yeah. 
Because you don't run out, right? But yeah, I miss <laughs> I miss fiction that had enough time to win you mm-hmm. over. If you didn't like the person, yeah, certainly. You can get like, one over. imagine trying to put Reg Barkley in a, a ten episode serial uh, series like this, and tell me if anybody would like mm. Reg. But yeah. because Reg had uh, those episodes um, specifically about his anxieties and stuff, a whole bunch of people who um, are, you know, I don't want to say mentally ill. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Social No, it's like non-normative brain function. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. There's a specific term for it that's slipping my mind right now. Um, because not all non-normative brain functions is like a problem like anxiety and depression are a mm-hmm. problem um or at least to me <laughs> they feel like a problem but like uh, autism <laughs> right. for example is just a different way of thinking it's not actually mm-hmm. negative mm-hmm. despite what people may try yeah. to tell you um yeah. so like yeah. that kind of thing different a lot of people of connected to reg barkley really well and i don't think they would have if he was in a serial series we just would have been like oh my god who is that annoying dude who won't like <laughs> chill out yeah yeah um yep he would have had his one note of like you know his kind of annoyingness mm-hmm. and then maybe the second to last episode he finally gets to rise versus yeah. i loved how flawed mm-hmm. he was and like uh, there was, i think there was a time where you thought he'd given up on um i don't know how he gave up his uh holodeck addiction was just like oh good great twist mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. When we get, yeah, well, we definitely wouldn't have been lately, happy to see him in Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. We, 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 our fiction does not give us enough time to just be with the characters mm-hmm. on a slice of life a day, so we get to like know them and grow yeah. with them. <laughs> grow with I them. do feel that that's a weakness of our serial speed series right now. Binge everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which I think might be changing pretty soon. Um, uh, yeah, like, Disney is pushing you, to bring us back to episodic, and I have no problem with that. Cool. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep, it earns them more money, and it's better for the fiction. As it, well. Yeah, because yeah, you, <laughs> we've gone on on a tangent here, but one of the issues with streaming is like, for example, Stranger Things, very popular for like a month, and then everybody forgets about it until the next season comes out. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you release one season per episode, people are excited about it for months. They're talking about it on the internet for months, so it keeps yeah. attention on their products. So there's. Mm-hmm. I think uh, companies got really excited about streaming because streaming was taking off and it was making sure that people would watch their entire series, but soon they'll, they'll start mm-hmm. kind of reverting yeah. as they realize that it, it, it doesn't lend itself to long-term attention. Well, yeah. Yeah, taking from... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, yeah, taking from another video that like I've been thinking about uh, binge culture for like a few years now and just haven't been able to flip my finger on like what am I noticing and like to figure it out I made me and my best friend watch Stargate because they're like what's this ratchet ass series that like, right, we've right, always right. hated yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we, we watched it and then like, we found out there's a new, different joy when you have time to ruminate on a person uh, a, an episode that like closes itself yeah. up and then you go to the next versus binge when like it hits all in one on um, all in one week and then you're kind of done with it afterwards and it's just gone and yeah if, if they if they spread it out then like they also keep people from uh subscribing for one month and then okay. yeah. Yeah. so there's money for them and better that's actually what i was going to bring up is the whole cbs all access thing um when it comes to star trek i have no no problem forking money out because star trek's my favorite um but that being yeah. said when Discovery season one was over, I canceled my membership 
because I'm like, and and they're like, what is your reasoning? Mm-hmm. Okay, what well, am I going to watch They're like, now? what is your reasoning? And I said, because there's no more Star Trek to watch. You know, and basically that's what it is. Like, there's literally nothing on CBS I want to watch other than Star Trek. I yeah, mean, don't get me wrong. They, they have, like, Twilight Zone. Yep. They have some cool stuff, but nothing is going to make me pay except Star Trek. I'm not going to pay for anything unless it's Star Trek. So, basically, which is <laughs> funny because I would prefer to not have to pay, but since it's Trek, I'll pay. But they, they seriously were like, <laughs> hey, you know, why are you canceling? And I'm like, because there's no Trek on. You know, if you had Star Trek on all year, whether it's one series or multiple series, um, if there's something for me to look forward to for an entire year... You'll have my money for an entire year. You know what I mean? Maybe that's yeah. why they're developing six. I, that's, honestly, I think that's yeah, why. The, exactly. I, I honestly hmm. think that's why. They're yeah, yeah. Um, but also, yeah. they're trying to cover different yeah. bases. You know, like Discovery is more actiony. Picard is drawing in the TNG yeah. crowd. Um, the the animated show they're working mm-hmm. working on right now is like for kids and yeah. Star Trek fans. They've got one coming out on Nickelodeon too, I think, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I'm actually. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually really excited about that one. <laughs> uh, from mm-hmm. what I've what little I've seen, you know, I don't go out looking for information yeah. a lot, but from what little I've seen, it's like this concept that a bunch of kids who are secretly geniuses, because, you know, um, kids are geniuses in the Star mm-hmm. Trek universe, even the normal kids, not even the Wesleys, but even the normal kids yeah. are doing like quantum mm-hmm. mechanics of fucking seventh grade. <laughs> so um, a group of kids finds a derelict ship and is like uh, a derelict Starfleet ship, and they're like, oh, we'll take it. I mean, yeah. that's to go on adventures. Yeah, that's is. cute. And I hope that's yeah, episodic. That's it. I don't think. I don't think uh, serial shows have taken uh, over for kids' shows yet, so it's probably going to stick to episodic. But I think that's going to be really, like, jaunty to watch. A little, like, TAS. I'll watch it with with the kiddo. Oh, man, like, I'm I'm in. (laughs) Something I can watch with I don't have any kiddos, but I'll watch it anyway. We can talk about it on the podcast. (laughs) I think... I think a kid's show is more likely to have that optimism that I miss from Star Trek. I think you're right. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, like, Picard himself is kind of optimistic, but the world itself is yeah. not optimistic. So. Yeah. Yet. I think mm. Picard's going to change everything. Yet. <laughs> we hope so. Yeah. The new um, what else we got? Oh, those are all um, my notes. Sorry. <laughs> the last thing I have I, last thing I have is that Star Trek was Twilight Zone. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, like... Twilight Zone, I noticed, launched um, some lots of beloved sci- science fiction. Mm-hmm. Where Twilight Zone, the fun was like uh, what you, where you get in Stargate or, or original Star Trek is like you don't know what's going to happen when you tune in. Like you tune in, you're at ground zero for some kind of weird thing that happens. So Twilight Zone was just like you know uh, self-contained short stories, but then they took Twilight Zone situations and then they threw a tactical team at it, and then you get that kind of like fun you don't know what's going to happen each episode and the characters grow over time and i miss that kind of format i want that back where i just don't know what's going to happen let's get crazy and then watch people yeah. grow mm-hmm. against that there you go. yeah my favorite sga episodes are character episodes they're they're not the like super dope mid-series or series finale two-parters that are mm-hmm. super actiony like those are fun but they're not my favorite my favorite are the character episodes mm-hmm and that's all I got. All right, Michael. No, you guys covered everything that I had. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to to watching more. Yeah. All right, Jay. <laughs> I am. I'm actually very excited about the next episode for finally Jerry Ryan. My God, together. we've been Ooh. waiting for you to mm-hmm. appear, Only and took here you four are. Complete um, episodes, and we get to see you for two seconds at the very end. I was uh, looking on IMDb mm. because I was trying to figure out if uh, Elner is Australian or New Zealander. Mm-hmm. It 
the mm-hmm. accents are pretty close for me. It's a mm-hmm. little hard for me to distinguish. I was pretty sure he was Australian, but I went to check anyway. He is whatever. Um, I'm not going to talk about which character I saw it for, but I noticed that a certain character was only in three episodes. Uh, as opposed to six, mm-hmm. as opposed to eight, as opposed mm-hmm. to ten, you know? And mm. I got a little disappointed. So don't look at IMDb, Come on, why guys. you gotta do that? Stay why away. Why you have to do that? <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina. Damn it. <laughs> you know I like to share my disappointments. Yeah, I know. It'll I be know. okay, Jim. <laughs> all right, Dave. You got anything else for us? You had a bunch of questions when <clears throat> oh, no. I cut you off. and I No, don't no, no, no. I'm all good. I um, I just appreciate having you all here and, and the podcast and having the everyone listening and stuff it's uh, we're already at almost an hour and a half again like this is i think becoming our norm oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's just so easy to go on and talk <laughs> about um, star trek with you three so <laughs> but there's one portion uh, of the podcast my favorite portion that we haven't done yet which is oh yeah predictions theories predictions? Yes. yes good call i forgot oh. about that i forgot we're doing that now yeah um, my okay so i gotta keep score yeah, I, know, I know i'm sorry i'm not very good at this whole like being in charge thing so <laughs> or hosting or whatever um uh, but uh my predictions are um we're gonna have more romulan brother and sister awkwardness i think it's just gonna get worse and yeah. it's gonna it's gonna yikes, be cringe worthy yeah. um it already is uh, <laughs> um mm-hmm. you know to be honest though other than like that which is just being funny but uh, other than that i'm i'm not really sure because i've already kind of said what i think is going to happen with like Daj and soji and all that stuff um uh-huh. this episode yeah, like, feel that this way? episode didn't really change my mind with much it, it, if anything it just kind of gave me more to be hungry for for the next episode or two mm-hmm. you know because again the first three were kind of setting the story up these are kind of the grit like like i think these next episodes yeah. are going to be kind of the grid of what's going on so i don't know like i'm still i'm still sticking with what i was talking about last week sounds good um my predictions will be that uh the twin incest sister she's set up to die uh by the brother's hand okay um if she she is way like if you're if you're naughty evil you're 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 set up to die (laughs) and it's gonna be dramatic and she won't see it coming the Romulan swordsman, uh, he will have a gigantic fake-out death, <laughs> um, but he won't. And then also, this one, other people came up with that I didn't come up with myself, but I guess I can. You're not getting points it. for it. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not okay. I, I, I think I was going to say that this I can't get points for this one, but uh, the cute uh, uh, girl from Scott Pilgrim, uh, she's going to be the ultimate. Betrayer. Agnes? What? No. Yep. People think that uh, she's um, she's way too innocent set up. And also, there was a line that did stick out to me. So that was um, when Rafi says, I didn't even do a background no. check on her. Looks at the camera. <laughs> Looks at the camera. It goes back to her character. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, good <laughs> note. Mm, that makes um, me sad. So, yeah, that line stuck out. I didn't. I was like, why did she say <laughs> it like that? I do feel that it's very likely that Agnes would take the side of the AI. Because yeah. she's an a, she's mm-hmm. she's an AI doctor, so I'm not sure I would say that I would call her a betrayer. Like I don't think she's gonna be like, haha, I meant to do this the whole time and like stab Picard in the back. But that does raise an interesting point about like uh, alliances and there not being a real like good side and a bad side and it all being like your own morality. Because 
Yeah. Most of these people are afraid of AI. Agnes is loves mm-hmm. androids. So mm-hmm. it, it it won't necessarily be that she betrays them, but rather that her thinking of androids as I, being life I, is gonna I see her, you speaking you know, from the point of view of like the Star Trek that we used to like and not what happens in like high caliber serial look at this whiz bang pow yeah like i like your idea because that's better writing but i really think they are setting up with oh she's so cute stabsies and then all the, oh my god she's evil mm. and awesome and not evil <laughs> evil awesome surprise yeah that and would tie in with her picking up the romulan uh, gun shooting the dude square and then being like yeah. oh no did i kill someone um <laughs> she says as she winks at the camera. Well, I don't see her coming out as evil necessarily, just maybe like having to make, you know, come down to one decision she has mm-hmm. to make where she's like pushing this button to save humanity or save the sense and she chooses the sense, something like that probably. Yeah. Um seeing as Agnes right now is the only like really purely positive character, I will be very disappointed if they do that because once <laughs> again, I don't need my trek to be dark. Trek is the light for me and uh like please. Uh we live in post Game of Thrones culture. Anyone else have any uh, theories? Yeah. Before we wrap up, uh, my theories ahead. are the same as last week. You know, I still think that the Romulan bro is going to end up turning against his sister. <clears throat> um, I do agree with Keith. It would make sense if he ends up having mm-hmm. to kill her. Um, yeah. <clears throat> to yeah, so he kills the sister to protect Soji. Soji's not evil. Dodge is evil. And yeah, I'm still sticking with all that. I. Acid dodge. They were too clear about her having to be the destroyer for her to be the okay. destroyer. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, totally uh, Michael. My my only final final prediction is there will be more slide dancing, a la risky business. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> nice. It was Stay weird tuned. to have such a like a, a tropey romance. We're sliding on the wood together, and now we're dancing. Like, scene. I was like, like what's oh, happening? A little too easy. <laughs> <laughs> well. It, it makes sense to me because he says he knows how to control Soji uh, to his sister and then it does this and uh, he's like kissing her while asking her for information, you know? So he's like, oh, maybe I'll just distract her with kisses and she's like, hold on, I'm an android. I can do two things at once. Wait, yeah. I mean, I don't know about that. Uh, how dare you call me a liar? Whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah those That's are weird. funny. All right. Uh, anything, any last stuff before we wrap up today? Jerry Ryan, Jerry Ryan. I know, I know, I can't wait. All right. Yeah, that's all I got. Michael, Keith, you guys good? I'm good. Just can't wait to see uh, Picard and 79 talk at each other. Yeah. I'm very at excited for that. And, yes, and just yep. be sure to check us out at uh, There Are Four Hosts. There Are Four Hosts. Ah, you did it this time. <laughs> dot com, and we're <laughs> find us at Twitter at yep. Four Hosts. That's the number four. And we're also on Pop Geeks. Yes, sorry. Yes. Yeah, I'm... Pop Geeks, therefore-host.com, Twitter, at therefore-hosts, right, Michael? Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. Or no, okay. it's four at hosts. Four at hosts. four hosts. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you, Michael and Sabrina and Keith, uh, for having this amazing podcast with me again. Every week. And remember, keep looking up. <laughs> Yay! Bye. Bye, bye, everyone. bye everyone. Thank you very bye. much for listening. Bye. We're out. <laughs>